Melbourne's 25% property crash. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I thought we'd have a look at this article and thank you to one of my viewers who sent it to me about the other outer suburbs in Melbourne leading a property sales free fall because we seem to be getting different information from different sources. I mean, earlier yesterday, I did this video and I'll jump to it over here. We were looking at the Australian property boom. It's all shooting up, shooting up. Well, that was 17 hours ago I premiered that. And then a few days earlier on the 22nd, Melbourne land values plunged 20%. So we're getting different messages, different things are being told to us. We already have seen in previous videos where the Victorian Labor government has had to increase taxes to make up for the shortfall in stamp duty revenue. A lot of these well, states are suffering from the loss of stamp duty because of less people house flipping, less people buying. So I thought this would be an interesting one to look at because I, because I suspect what we're seeing in the data is the upper end of the market. There's less supply. So when they're going, oh, clearance rates are high. This is good. It's going up, 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 up. There's a few sections of the a few suburbs, maybe a few areas, upper end of the market that's lifting everything up in a dollar term. But a lot of other people aren't going to experience it. So let's have a look at this article. This is from The Age. So property sales across Victoria slumped by nearly 10% in the past year, with some outer suburbs seeing a 25% freefall in sales. 25%. That's a quarter, guys. It's a bigger number. The latest State Revenue Office stamp duty numbers show just over 201,000 properties changed hands in Victoria in 2018-2019, down from 221 the previous year. So just think, every time that... One of those properties changes hands. House flipping, the government gets a nice big chunk of money for stamping that piece of paper, that stamp duty. And when you see what they do for what they get, no wonder they can, uh, they can, you know, get greedy and bend the rules and just keep this bubble going. Because, well, you need to keep the can going down the road, don't you? Don't you? The real estate sales slump has punched a billion dollar hole in Victoria's budget bottom line, although the state government says the signs are more hopeful for the coming year. The sales drought hit the growing suburbs around Cranebourne in the city's southeast hard, with 1,200 fewer sales reported in 2019 than the previous year, a fall of more than 27%. So let's jump over to Google Earth Pro that I brought up, and let's look at where this suburb is. Cranebourne, Victoria. Australia. Let's have a look. So here it is in the western suburbs. So I, I'm sorry, not the western suburbs, the eastern, southeast here in Craybourne. I can't say I'm too surprised. I know there's a whole lot of social issues happening in this part of Victoria. There you go. There's Dandenong South. Where did I grow up? It's not in here. Further up. I don't recognize any of these names. I haven't been to Victoria in a long time. It's a good call stream. Okay, yeah, way off. Right up there. Okay, that's where I had my childhood. But so there you go. You can see we're looking at here. We also spoke uh, recently 
about some of the issues around Point Cook, where the land values were going down, a lot of the western properties, the land has just decreased in value as well. People are buying and putting a deposit down and they risk losing their deposit, so they're trying to sell on Facebook. They're trying to sell on Gumtree. But apparently we're being told there's a, a boom, it's returned, it's coming back. I think it's only in certain sectors, certain parts of the property sector that are booming because people are hoping to get in. Will that be sustained? Will that be sustained? If we look here at the foreign investment review data, and I need to get the most up-to-date data because that's potentially what's driving a lot of this. Look how much building approval came from foreign investment. It was over 90% at one stage. A lot of that is overheating the apartment sector. A lot of that is causing some of the construction issues we are seeing because people are rushing to build these projects as fast as they can while the money comes in. So on the other side of town, buyers were also scarce in Werribee and Point Cook, areas which also saw fewer than 1,200 fewer transactions than the previous year, a drop of about 21%. And I mean, we can jump back to here and we can see they're talking about these areas here, Wurrabee and Point Cook. Now, one of the viewers I asked in the previous video, how long is the commute? And you're saying like 45 minutes to get in to the city. I think I, I also saw a video on current affairs, something on YouTube where just the traffic out here could be a nightmare to get into the city to do the commute. So this is the thing you buy in the outer suburbs and then you commute in the city to work. And that's hours of your life just gone, just gone. You're not with your family, you're not with the kids. If you know the wife and kids are at home and you're the dad commuting in, you only see the, the kids in the morning and late at, at night time when they're usually grumpy. They're usually grumpy. So, you know, what is this showing us? This is showing us that in outer areas of Melbourne, they're the ones not reaping the benefits from this property boom that we're supposedly having that everything is being driven in the media so if you are at the you know if you're at the point the type of person where the property you can afford is in these outer as you know outer suburbs keep that in mind keep this in mind when you're what you're reading in the newspaper what the real estate agents are telling you because someone out at Werribee will tell you oh look look at this article the market's going up it's going up and you could say well no there's been 21% less sales since last year in this area. Traffic sucks. There's this, 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 this. You are lucky I'm even coming to say hello to you. It's all a game, isn't it? It's all a game. So, the buyer drought was not confirmed, confined to the outer suburbs, with Melbourne CBD recording a slump of about 13% as the apartment market cooled. Well, the apartment market, we can see here in Melbourne, I've got the 108 building, the um, Mandylock apartment evacuation. I've got two here in Melbourne that you know I'll be adding to the construction map. I've got one in Kingston Place and a whole heap in Sydney, in Sydney, Verve in Newcastle, a few in Brisbane that I haven't put on here. So apartment confidence has been destroyed. It has been destroyed. I yeah. I, I don't know who would go for an apartment now that's built in the last decade. Who would who would jump in? About 500 fewer properties changed hands in postcode 3000, costing the state coffers more than $30 million. Oh no, the state couldn't get their $30 million. Isn't Melbourne like a Greens electorate now, you know? What would they... Maybe the money that they earn should stay in the electorate. That'd be interesting. 
There were plenty of buyers around in some of Melbourne's priciest suburbs, but the state revenue figures suggest they were driving a hard bargain. Sales volumes in Turok were barely dented in 2018-19, but the average stamp duty bill in the leafy suburb plummeted for, for more than 180,000 from more than 181,000 to less than 149,000, reflecting the hammering prices took during the year, even at the top end of the market. Well, there you go. So if we're having if we're having a turnaround now after prices have plunged down and it's going up, up, up in these you know higher quality suburbs, I mean this is the only time in my life I designed a house for there. I worked on a house as a student. We documented it. The only time I ever spest a slate product, a real one, in that suburb. So there you go. But I mean, look at that price fall. Look at that difference there, guys. So if you know prices have gone down and now we've got a boom because they're going up. Look at that. That it's booming again. Yeah, you've got to remember the the ten percent increase after a you know ten percent fall isn't the same. Isn't the same. So, but the overseas buyer's love of Victorian real estate shows no sign of cooling off in 2018-19, despite the announcement in this year's state budget of higher taxes on foreign property owners. Well, I mean, that, that's not surprising at all. That makes perfect sense. We've seen this happen in the past. We've seen this happen in the past. And now that they're collecting the data better, maybe that's why. Property transactions involving foreign purchases were up more than 10% to 5,800, reaping an extra 33 million for the state government, while there was a 10 million boost to the absentee owner charge. I, I called up the Office of State Revenue in Victoria. I wanted to try and get the data, but I was on the phone and just the number of all different charges and departments and fees and things you could pay was ludicrous. I mean, absentee owners charge and all these other things. It's, it's interesting. It certainly is interesting. Well, guys, what do you think? Does this add to the perspective that we're being pushed by the media, that some of the outer suburbs, I mean, if, if Turak hasn't, hasn't jumped that much, you know, maybe some of these wealthier suburbs are coming up and that's where the data is being captured. And they're focusing on that in the media. So they're trying to you know, push this idea that it's all booming, get in, get in, get in. I suggest, you know, you, you look at a bit of the research and be skeptical, be skeptical because not everyone can afford to buy in Turak. I mean, good on you if you can. And now's probably the time to snap up a, a good deal, but that's a little bit different to people who are buying out at Wirribee or Point Cook. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Like, share, and subscribe. If you enjoy my content and want to help support the channel, I do have a Patreon and subscribe star. I also have referral links. Every little bit helps, and I want you all to know I appreciate it very much. Take care, have a stein of coffee, and I will see you later.